Welcome to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you are ready to find your inner magic, develop great habits, and a rock steady mindset to feel confident, comfortable, and fit in your body, you are in the right place. I am Kim Barnes Jefferson, and I'll be giving you weekly doses of health, fitness, and life tips sprinkled with humor and real talk. If you're ready to be consistent without the stress of perfection, magic makers, it's time to slip into your favorite pair of PJs, grab some coffee, kick back, and listen to today's show. And here is this week's iTunes review. It comes to you from Dub by V. She writes, I love the podcast. You speak your mind and you don't sugarcoat anything. I love your energy and your good spirit. Oh, that just fills my heart. You don't even understand how much I enjoy these reviews. So please, if you feel the need, please go to iTunes or wherever you watch, watch listen to this podcast, do me a favor and hit me up with a five-star review. I absolutely love them. They mean the world to me and I will read it on my podcast. So thank you so much, Dub by V. It does mean the world to me. Okay, Magic Makers, I am going to just throw it out there that uh, this week, I my voice is a hot, stinking mess. I was so sick last week. I was supposed to record this last week. And as you can tell, a frog has taken residence into my voice. And I wanted to make sure I got this um, episode out and done for you. So I apologize for the frogginess in my voice. But last week, I couldn't talk at all. And um, talking is my jam, so it really sucked out loud. So t- this podcast, I try not to do, I try to do my best to not like have any type of like seasonality to my podcast. But I feel like this year, you know, I think this is the first like full year that there aren't any COVID constrictions, right? You know, no mask on planes. You know, you don't need to have a vaccination to travel here, there, everywhere, and. This is where I want to talk about, like, so many of you people will come to me and be like, Kim, I am just not seeing any changes in my body, and I don't know what to do. And so if you are someone, that person who's not seeing any changes in your body, here are five things that I really want you to focus on. And I I bring up summer because many of you are going to press the pause button. You'll be like, oh, Kim, you know, the kids, the schedules are so crazy. Oh, we're going to be going um, traveling. We're going to be going to the beach. We're going to be going to the lake, you know, wherever the hell your summer travels take you. And I get that, right? I know what it's like to be bopping around because I am the queen of the bop in the summertime. You know, summer is my jammy jam. And I've also started traveling again. So I know exactly the challenges that we're facing when you're trying to stay consistent. And one of the big challenges I tell people is that your summer can and will look different than the nine months of the rest of the year. That's okay. And, you know, I've done multiple podcasts about how to, I focus in on 90 day, 90 day sprints is in my life because it's like, I can really like look at night the next 90 days and, and have a, a good idea of what's happening the month I'm in, the month that's next, and then and then the, the month set behind. If I start to think about six months from now, wow, that's just too far out. 
but I know in the next 90 days, I can start to make some plans, right? And then I can readjust. And especially if things aren't working, I can readjust. So the first thing I always want to say to you is that, and I this is this took me a long time, a lesson, it could be a long time to learn. And a lot of the people listening to me, you grew up in the same diet culture I grew up, right? That it was all about the under eating, right? Can you, how low can you go? You know, low carbs, low calories. And you can't change your body if you're constantly underfeeding it. You know, and I, you know, I had a longtime client and this this was like one of our like, you know, back and forth conversations over and over and over again. She was a pretty lean girl. So she, you know, fortunately, you know, genetics were on her favor, but she always wanted to build muscle. And she was this this was her this was her nutrition. Are you tired of jumping from one health and fitness program to the next without seeing any real long-term results? I get it. Life can be unpredictable and sticking to a consistent routine can be tough. That's where I can help. Introducing five days to consistency. My new free five-day challenge that will help you develop lasting healthy habits with just a five-minute commitment, I will guide you through creating a personalized plan that fits your lifestyle and your goals. No more chasing unicorns or bouncing from one 30-day challenge to the next. Magic makers, it's time to focus on real change, the kind that sticks with you for the long haul. So if you're ready to make a change and develop the habits that lead to long-term success, join me for the free five days to consistency challenge. Let's start to make healthy living a habit, not just a one-time thing. Week in and week out, and I was always trying to get her to get just a little bit more, right? I don't ever want there to be radical changes in your nutrition. I'm always trying to be like, what is just like a little bit more we can, you know, turn up the dial. And she would have a protein shake for breakfast. Sometimes it had kale in it. Um, then she would have a yogurt and some pineapple for lunch. And then she would have some fish and some, you know, a potato and a vegetable for dinner. And that was, and, and then she would go to the gym at least 90 minutes. That was her, that was the bulk of our meals. 90% of the time. And I was always trying to get her to add something more in, you know, could she add in a vegetable at lunchtime? She, could she, you know, throw in a fruit in her um, protein shake? And it took me months. And finally, she was able to add in a protein shake after she worked out. That was like, it, that took months of, because she was so afraid of eating too much that she would lose her physique. And, you know, for many of us, I want you to think about if I was building a house and I wanted to build, I want if I was building a house, <laughs> excuse me, I would need to have materials, right? I couldn't just be standing in my house and be like, hey, I'm going to build on this plot of land and then expect, you know, magic, the house to start building around me. I would need to have some lumber, some cement, some bricks, some something, Right. And so for many of us, we are not giving our bodies the bricks, the lumber that it needs because we're staying so confined. And nine times out of 10, when we stay so confined, like she was such a very, very controlled person that she wouldn't lose her shit. You know, like I would beg her to be like on her birthday, she's like, 
I, um, there's a place here. Um, I think it's a chain. There's a place here and they have like, which I think every restaurant should have these, by the way, they would have these like little bite sized desserts, but I think it's perfect. Cause like most people like desserts are like the size of your head, but they, they would have these like little bite sized desserts that like, you know, two bite desserts, which I thought, think is like the most fabulous thing. And she's like, you know, she went to this local restaurant here. She's like, oh, and I had one of their two by cheesecakes and that was my birthday. And I'm like, sweet Georgia Brown, you know, like I was just like always trying to get her to be like, have a fucking pizza. Like give me some, something to give your body some goddamn fuel. But, you know, if we're honest, most of us, if we lived in such a tightly controlled thing, like Susan did, we would, when we would go out to restaurants, we would go on vacation, we would lose our ever loving minds. And we would be like, if it's not nailed down, it is going in my goddamn mouth. So if we're honest with ourselves, right? Most of us have spent years chasing fat loss and we don't look any different, right? So in Susan's case, she was eating so little and she didn't look any different. Like there was no real changes in her physique until we finally you know, it, it kindly got through to add in some more food. You know, I wasn't, you know, there's uh, in the bodybuilding world, there's a thing called like a dirty bulk where you just pretty much eat like whatever the fuck you want. But for many of you, there is a way to clean build, you know, clean, clean bulky where you're adding in, you know, making sure you're getting quality vegetables, quality proteins, adding in some carbs. You know, I ate very low carb for a long time, not because I planned it. It was just how I ate. And until recently, I started being more vigilant about adding in specifically fruits and vegetables into my nutrition. And I've seen some dramatic changes in my physique because I've been eating more fruits and vegetables. Are they, is it a dramatic calorie increase? Not really. It's just, I've been fueling my body. So for many of us, we have to learn to navigate our hunger. And we've just been really, we've we've cued into this is how I eat. But do we ask ourselves, do I feel satisfied? And am I like my client Susan who can eat like that all the time? Or do I find myself on weekends, holidays, on I come home and I'm free basing wine or free basing cheese and crackers or chips or whatever. Do I find myself doing that? Because if I am, I'm not being as as consistent as I think I am, right? I'm consistent until, right? We don't, some of us don't think about the little things that we're putting in our mouth, you know, um, for those of you who are, have now, you know, gone back into the office, you know, th- Think about the the office person who has that little uh, bowl of treats, right? And it could be um, those peppermint candies, those Werther, uh, Werther little caramel things, Tootsie Rolls, you know, those little things. Over time, you know, it's, it's 5, 10, 15, 20, you know, calories. But over time, those little things add up. And so what I'm asking is that, you know, how... If you were, if you really are looking at it over like a seven day period, how consistent are you being? And for many people, if I ask them to track their food, they're like, oh, Kim, it's so hard. Here's the thing. 
I'm never going to ask you to track your food for the rest of your natural born life. Not at all. But if you are truly telling me that like I am eating fabulously, I want to know what exactly you're putting in your mouth, right? Are you Susan where she, there's really, if there was nothing that I there, I would change except for she needed more food. Or are you eating like Susan 80% of the time and 20% of the time, maybe 30% of the time you are losing your shit because you're so tightly controlled. And the only way to know that is to physically write down what you eat. And <clears throat> writing down what you eat is, is twofold, right? I can literally like eat it and then, you know, put it in an app, write it, you know, on a piece of paper, you know, type it in my phone, whatever it was going to bring you joy, take a picture of it. You know, one of my clients, she took pictures of her food. She's like, I don't have the, to the time or the wherewithal to like log it every day. But if I take pictures of my plate, it will jog my memory. And I'm like, great. I love that, that you're taking pictures of your plate. But I also want you to think about every single time you put food, drink, anything into your mouth, write it down. Write it down. And that way you'll know, you know, because some of the things we do are just mindless habits. You know, like I said, the little picking up of the, the, the little candies walking by someone's desk or you know what did i have that third cup of coffee and did i really put it you know did i have what i put in it right are you that person who goes to um dunkin donuts and you get an extra extra <laughs> excuse me or are you that person who you know you get like um a regular you know cream and sugar right or black whatever um, here's where we have to, we have to navigate what our hungry is, right? Some of us can be stuffed or satisfied. And some of us don't know that middle ground. Like we're, we're like either like pulling out our pants, like, Oh, that was such a good meal. Or we're like, I'm, you know, I'm hungry. I could, I could, I could eat more. Um, and budgeting for treat meals, especially here in the summertime, you know, Here's the, the time where like there are those kind of um, spontaneous, you know, I have a client who her husband is really into spontaneous and it just, you know, it, she's like, it would just throw me off the rails. It would be like, you know, she's like, I had the plan. Like, this is what I was going to do Monday, Tuesday, blah, blah, blah. And her husband would come home and be like, you know, Sharon, it's a really nice day. We should go to blah, blah, blah and eat out on the deck. And, you know, there was that, you know, and I know that tug of war where you're like, you want to be the spontaneous person, yet you're like, but I already thought, I already said, this is what we were going to have for dinner. This was the plan. And now I have to like, you know, pivot <laughs> over here. And, you know, for so many people, I was like, it's okay to have that pivot, right? It's okay to like, if you have that spouse who's like, hey, I want to, you know, pivot and go to this restaurant. And when you go out, there doesn't always have to be, I have to eat the, you know, the greasiest, friedest thing on the menu. You know, there's most places will easily serve you a salad with some chicken on it. Or if it's a place that's known for the greasiest fried thing on the, on the planet, but like, you know what? I have a fun budget, right? We all have, think about like, um, 
in money, right? We all have our discretionary income, right? That we use for, you know, the extras in life. You know, we're not paying our lights out of it, but it's our extras. And I always tell people, you know, have like a 20% fund budget where some days you specifically know, you know, hey, on Saturday night, we're going out to dinner with friends or Saturday night's an anniversary or, you know, Thursday night is typical date night and set aside your fun budget for those particular nights. Or if you know you have that spontaneous spouse, be like, you know, sure, let's go out here. Um, and then we could kind of like negotiate the other other night out. But I don't want anyone to ever feel like, because I did this, you know, raising my hand, I had such social anxiety about shifting plans. And I don't even know how many rounds I would go in my head about why I couldn't go to a restaurant or what would I eat or God, um, all right, I was planning on working out today. Like, so that means if I wasn't work, if I'm not working on a Tuesday, that means, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I could go on Wednesday. And then, then, and then it was like, oh, like, I mean, I don't know about you, but like that mental energy, I probably could have solved the war in Ukraine by now with all of the craziness that I was going through. So start to think to yourself, I'm going to set aside a fun budget, right? And that means if it shifts in the week, I can have that flexibility. You know, I'm a big on structured flexibility. Yeah, I want you to go into a week with a plan. I think that is just like, you know, the best thing to do, but give yourself that 20%, you know, and and, I, and I'll admit like, and, and, you know, maybe you have spouses, friends, whatever, that 90% of your life, it is like Monday's this, Tuesday's that, Wednesday's that. But from time to time, you know, you know, I live in New England. So from time to time, you have that like random, like really nice day. Like we had a really nice day uh, in April and it was going to be like 85 degrees. And it's one of those days where you're like, yeah, we're going to go out to lunch on Thursday because it's going to be a really nice day. And you know what? I'm going to have a margarita. Was it in my plan when I sat down on Sunday? No, but I was like, you know what? It's a really nice fucking day and I am going to have this margarita and I'll plan around that I'm having that margarita on Thursday because you know the weather actually did show up to be 85 degrees. And so what I want us to get, be able to give ourselves the latitude, but also be able to, to like, you know, to pull back, but able to like, be in the moment and enjoy a fun time and just kind of make that decision. Like I'm going to have that one margarita and it's going to be okay. I'm going to let myself off the hook. Right. I'm not going to be like sitting there sipping this margarita and like, you know, beating myself up about it. And here's the one thing that out of this whole conversation that I would love for you to take away. It is never one thing it is never one meal. So let me let me explain it. So many times, you know, people will come to me and they'll say, hey, Kim, you know, what's the one thing I should be doing? Now, if you ask, if you like, if you, you know, put my back up against the wall, and you said, what's the one thing you should be doing? Having a plan. <laughs> That's the one thing you should be doing. Having a plan, right? Versus, flitting around, having a plan, having a plan and seeing it through, right? Making a, so make a decision and, and and make it work. That that would be my one thing if you was like, you know, said, give me one thing. But so many people think it's this one superfood 
it's having one bad day, one bad week, one bad month. Is that that right there? This year is the pinnacle. This is where all shit went downhill. And I so wish it was one thing. I, I really do wish it was one thing because it would make, you know, your life so much easier. You wouldn't go 400 rounds in your head. But it's never just one thing, right? It's never just one meal. It's never just one food. It is the the addition of the one things over and over and over again, where this is why consistency matters. And so because we think it's one thing, we don't ever look at like a, a series of events, right? You know, I like to think about like weight gain isn't just like, Weight gain just doesn't happen overnight. So many people think like, oh my God, where does 10 pounds come from? You know, or, oh my God, why am I a new size? Slowly, it's been happening. You know, I always use this example because I think many of you can understand it. A snowstorm, right? They tell you, hey, snowstorm so-and-so is coming up the coast and we can expect 30 inches. Well, 30 inches isn't going to fall in a minute, right? it's gonna be an inch an hour. So over the course of 30 hours, 30 inches are going to come up. And so here in New England, right, we were like, okay, there's two approaches to snowstorms other than go and buy milk and bread. Those are the, other than that, two approaches is that, you know, you might go out every few hours and, you know, shovel out your driveway. Or you might be like, I'm just gonna let it all fall and I'll and I'll pick up the pieces when it falls. And so for many of us, if we're able to maintain our habits and our and be consistent, we're out there with our habits shoveling every few hours so that the weight gain doesn't pile up. Where other people are like, you know, like, you know, again, going back to summer, ah. Uh, as soon as the kids go out of school, oh, you know, my gym schedule is out of whack. We're going to the beach house, the lake house. Kids are in summer camp where I'm running them around all these different places and I'm not on my regular schedule. So, yeah, right. So I take three months out, three months out of my schedule. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I take three months out of my schedule. And then it comes September. Okay, now I got to get the kids back into their new school regimen with sports, activities, all the other things that come along with getting the kids back to school. Then it's October. You're like, ah, it's October. Ah, and then it's the holidays. Ah, then it's January, right? So it's like, now it's six months, practically. We've said, ah. So it isn't one thing. It is the, you know, perpetuality of one thing. So like you let the snow pile up to 30 inches and now you're trying to 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 dig to dig out. It's going to take a little bit of time. There's no uh, magic here. So what most people haven't found for those who wait for the snow to like pile up is that we haven't found our flow, right? You know, um, I, you know, some people call it maintenance. I call it flow because with flow, you're not thinking. You know, one of my clients, Cassie, she was like. I just want to get to a place that I'm, I don't feel like I'm always thinking all the time and not always thinking about my food, my exercise. Like it's, there's just it's that, like that channel isn't playing in the background of my mind. And I get that. And that comes from being consistent. That comes from nailing your basics and nailing your basics. Is it going to take overnight? 
Oh, hell no. You know, I always say we got to start small, right? Coming up with these little small things that we can start to really nail, right? And, you know, you've heard me talk about it. It's my, um, it's the non-negotiables, right? And so, so many times when I ask people about their non-negotiables, there's this laundry list. And I'm like, it starts with like three or four things. And just that's it. That's I'm focusing on these three or four things. Like I have tunnel vision and anything else that comes ab- about that. It's like, does it derail me from focusing on these three or four things? And that way I have data, right? I have data, not drama. You know, I don't have the like, you know, th- think about weather. Weather is all about drama. With weather, they're like, Oh, you know, the snowstorm, so-and-so, it's, oh, God, the winds and the snow and the this. And there's all this, you know, drama and this hype and this hula where it's like this this hasn't been a flake that has fallen from the sky. And, you know, they're telling you to batten down the hatches. And then sometimes the storm, storm just doesn't happen. But for us, if I'm prepared for the storm, right? I got my snow shovels, I got my hat, I got my boots, I got my gloves, I'm ready to go. And that's what your habits are. Your habits are ready to go. So that no matter what season, no matter what snowstorm, no matter a hurricane comes your way, my habits are like, boom, boom, boom. I'm right, I'm locked, I'm loaded, I'm ready to go. And so that way I have the data. Like these are the three things I know that I do over and over and over again. And when I do them, I'm honoring my health. I'm not trying to, you know, be on point with every single thing, because guess what? You know, like I said, there's going to be a season when you can't be on point with all the shit that you want trying to be on point with. And the scale isn't your data. The scale is your drama. You know, um, I, I always ask my clients, they're like, oh, Kim, the scale just gone up. And I'm like, OK, but I want you to try a pair of pants and see how those fit. Right, because if my pants are tight, that's a phys- that's a physic that's a physical thing that I am expanding. Right, I'm expanding, and I don't, the reason why I don't like weight is because there's so many factors that go into weight. You know, poop, hormones, water, um, sleep levels, like so many things. Where if we focus in on a pair of pants, and this is the pair of pants that you've worn in the last three years, right? I'm not saying I'm going to get back into my like size two high school pants, right? I'm sorry, ladies. You know, if you if that's your goal, I'm not for you. That ship has sailed. Like we are not ever going to be back to where we were at 30. There's a there's a a gilded few that can go back to looking like they're 30. But if you're knocking on the door 50 right now. That was 20 years ago, friends, and I don't know how many babies you've had or life life challenges you've had, but the best we can hope for is something that we were about five years ago, five to 10 years ago. And I don't say that to be um, discouraging. I say that because I don't want us chasing the ghosts of Christmas past, right? I want us to be like, what is reasonable? And if you exceed that, awesome sauce. But I don't want us to be like, I'm going to weigh what I weighed in high school. Like that's just that, that girl is gone. Like that high school girl is gone. I mean, you think about how many lessons you've learned since high school, right? It's like, for those of you who are married to your high school sweetheart, love you. God love you. Or even your college sweetheart, God love you. But I think about like, like the guy or guys you dated in high school, if they rang your doorbell right now, 
would you be like, hey, or would you be like, oh, God, right? That's what I want you to think about that high school weight. Like, would you be like, oh, my God, you know, and be like still romantically involved? Or would you be like, oh, hey, nice, you know, nice blast from the past. And for me, it'd be, hey, nice blast from the past. You know, we could have a cup of coffee, but we're not, you know, we're not getting back together, you know, to quote T-Swift, never, ever, ever getting back together. So I'd rather you use your um, clothing. And here here are uh, five things that I, I always ask my clients to use as their data, right? So one, tell me what your three things are and how consistent were you with them, you know? And not in not in a like beat the shit out of yourself kind of like mm-hmm. uh, a, a pass fail like did you were you able to do it and if you weren't able to do it let's reevaluate maybe we set the bar too high right versus these are kind of like initially I want like things that like feel like no brainers but a little challenging to do but were you hungry how was your energy how was your craving how was your sleep and how's your stress level. Because those are barometers of what's truly going on in your body, way more than the scale. And so if I'm craving like a mofo, I'm going to be like, all right, like, 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 let's look at your food. Like, were you, how much were you eating? You know, and then the cravings, you know, cravings tied to two things. Either I wasn't eating enough or there's some stress and sleep issues going on. Energy, same thing. It goes to like, maybe I wasn't eating enough. Maybe I was waiting too long. And then maybe there's some sleep, some sleep and some stress issues. So there's all these like kind of interwoven things that help us to kind of pinpoint what we need to focus on. And so many of us, because, you know, we grew up in diet culture and you're like, oh, you know, maybe it's because I need to have more butternut squash. And it's like, hmm, or less butternut squash or less this or more lifting or more cardio Versus, oh, my boss has been out of work for been out of the office for the last month, and I and I'm in charge, and all of her work and my work all fall on me, and I'm just working myself to the bone. Oh, so could that be why you're having a little bit more wine after work? Maybe I don't know, right? So we have to start to kind of start, you know, going back and pinpointing pieces in our day and be like, how can I better manage my stress? You know, maybe. Um, I do have some, I do still have some clients who have young ch- children who are not sleeping through the night as much as we would love them to sleep through the night. We'd love to just duct tape them to their beds and they're not sleeping through the night. You know, I have some people on that. So it's like, you know, w- working through like where, what stage of life that you, you are in and knowing that like, it's a, it's a stage, right? At some point, you know, all kids do it. They, grow out of this, like, you know, either wandering around, sleeping near someone else's bed, but it's like knowing that you're in that stage and we can start to come up with strategies around that. But when I do this, it's all about taking that emotion out of it and just using data. And then when we could use data, we, (coughs) excuse me, we could be more logical, right? Because immediately when I use, when I use my drama, my emotions, it's all these quick knee jerk, like, I must do this immediately. I must go to the extreme. And then we all know how extremes last, right? They last until you can't, you know, white knuckle it anymore. So when I have these like data points, 
I'm better able to be like, okay, deep breath, logic police, please help me out here, right? The other place is that a lot of people will say, Kim, I have no control around food. I have no control around food or I had no, or they say, let me rewind. You say, Kim, I had no control. Uh, I went away for the weekend and I couldn't go to the grocery store. I'm powerless around, you know, X. Um, there was my favorite wine, my favorite dessert. Um, I tried to distract myself from the dessert table, but oh, this this just happened. And here's here's the thing, right? It just doesn't happen. We made a conscious choice that I was going to have whatever it is I was going to have. We made a conscious choice that I was going to have that wine. And if you do own it, right? I'm I just like own your shit. And if I have it, just say, okay, is there a course correction? You know, do I have to, if I have a glass of wine, do I have to have another glass? Does it have to turn into the bottle, right? That's a, that's a, a, a thought that I can have in my head. If I have that dessert, great. I had the dessert, wonderful. I'm not gonna burn it off by doing 500 burpees, right? That's just not gonna, that's just not how, how it works. So it's like, I ate it, I owned it. Was there, now I just gotta take it out of my fun budget, right? That's it, that's it. I gotta take it out of my fun budget. Like, don't, you know, start getting all up in your head. How do I take that wine? How do I take that brownie, whatever you had and put it out of my fun budget? And how do I move forward? Right. What what's 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 the next meal? What's the next step? Because many of us get caught in the like, well, if I had that wine, if I had that brownie, psh, I might as well. And, you know, insert whatever it is. I might 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 as well. But when it comes to like, you know, weekends away, I get it. So it's really easy to be like, you know, especially if you're someone I, I typically um, I grocery shop on Friday mornings. Like that's that's when I go to the grocery store. So if I know, you know. I am going away and most of us, you know, don't have those spontaneous weekends away. I will say, okay, what are the things that I can pre-buy in the in the previous week? So say I'm going away this Friday and I went to the grocery store last Friday. I'd be like, okay, I'm going away this Friday. I'm going to the grocery store the previous Friday. What are things I can pre-buy? So can I buy some meat and throw it in the freezer? for me for me to have um can i buy, buy some canned stuff and throw it in the freezer can i pre-cook something so can i cook some like um freezer meals and pre-cook it this week throw it in the freezer so that i can just bring it out and thaw it to get me through a couple days once i'm home for the weekend because right you know we get home you know depending on traffic you know late sunday early monday morning and the last thing you want to think about is pushing a grocery cart that week. So if you're like, I can pre-cook some freezer-ish meals and know that I can have them like ready to and pull it out of the freezer when I get home to defrost. So I at least have dinner for Monday night, then I, you know, I could feel a little sane. You know, nowadays there's so many um those meal kit, those meal kit companies, um, as well as um Uh, grocery shopping delivery services, right? So it's like, there are ways around it. You know, some of us get so kind of stuck in like, this is how I do it, that we don't see the trees for the forest, right? So as I'm going away for a weekend, it's like, okay, 
this is happening next week. What can I do this week to, you know, set myself up for success? And a lot of times um, the pre-cook is really good. Um, I know a lot of people are like, oh, my um, freezing stuff makes things mushy. The, why things are mushy, you have to let them cool before you put them in the freezer. And I'm, I was guilty of this. Um, I would, you know, cook, um, I would grill chicken and I would just throw it in the Ziploc bag hot and then throw it in the freezer. And so all that moisture would get into the chicken and the ch- when I defrosted, the chicken would be like this like mushy thing. Let that chicken dry. Like let that chicken cool down on your counter for like an hour, right? Just let it cool down for like an hour. Then put it in, you know, a Ziploc bag or a freezer, um, freezer container, then put it in the freezer and you will have perfecto chicken. Trust me, I spent too many years eating mushy damn chicken, but let your food fully cool before you put it into the freezer. Game changer. Um and then again, that fun budget. I think so many of us are afraid to have this fun budget. You know, it's like in life, we we aren't afraid to budget for vacation, right? We're not afraid, afraid to budget for, you know, the, the that, that you know, we're buying, uh, renting that house at the beach for the week, right? We, you know, we've been doing it for X number of years. It's part of our budget, you know? So have that fun budget. So it's like, you know, like I'm setting aside this amount of calories, and this this amount of calories and it's going to happen here and this is what I'm going to have so that you don't ever feel like I'm blowing it. You know, um, I'm not a big fan of cheat days. I think, first of all, I, I just think it's stupid. And I think denying yourself of treats is ridiculous. But if I, if I say to myself, this is how it's going to happen and I make a decision about what the treat looks like, then I'm so much easier on myself, right? Because... Moving into the next one is that you can't outrun a bad diet. And so that means I can't outrun, you know, I, I talked about um, my client being an under eater, but you can't outrun overeating. And I was, that was me. I would, <coughs> excuse me, <laughs> I was a chronic overeater of healthy food right? Nothing on my food log would be one of those, you know, I wasn't like mainlining Popeye's. I wasn't mainlining Popeye's. It was just, it was just too much, too much for the movement I was doing at the time. And so, you know, so many people, I, I grew up in the diet culture and many of you listening might have grown up in that same diet culture of five meals a day, right? And now, you know, you look around and you're like, where's the research on this? Like, I was like, if I don't have five meals, I'm going to die. I, I can't, I can't go hungry. I can't be hungry. And that was one of my biggest problems. I had to let myself be hungry. So more isn't more. And so, you know, we have to nail the basics. And so many people want to do like the advanced math. But if I am not ma- at, uh, managing the basic addition, subtraction, division, math, like, bah, who gives a rat's pie parts? Right. I need to know the basics. I need to be nailing my strength training, my water, my sleep, my stress management, right? Before I get into the advanced math. Um, and which leads me to strength training. You know, um, many people will, you know, I I, I expound walking. 
I love walking. I will never take walking away from anyone. However, if you only have a short amount of time, I'm going to say prioritize the strength training because especially women over 40, we are losing our muscle. It's just a natural part of aging. It's just, it's just part of what aging brings. And so if we want to have longer, vibrant lives in our 60s, 70s, and beyond, strength training. And strength training allows us to do basic shit, like grocery, go, like push a grocery cart. Um, probably like eight years ago now, I had, uh, had surgery. And I couldn't lift more than 20 pounds. And I was like, you know, I've been lifting for a while. So I'm like, what is 20 pounds? And she's like, you know, a grocery bag pushing a grocery cart. And I was like, pushing a grocery cart? And she's like, yeah. And if you think about it, like, you know, depending on where you go, like you have like um, at my grocery store, we still have metal grocery carts. And, you know, pushing, think about like that metal grocery cart is probably a good 10 pounds. And then as I start adding crap into the the cart that adds up pretty quickly and then i gotta lift that grocery bag into my car you know that think about that think about pushing your body weight many of us weigh more than 20 pounds pushing my body weight up into a standing position off of a toilet right lifting my leg and getting out of a shower you know those things that we are we take for granted right now are going to be a little bit challenging if we don't have muscle on our body. So I'm not asking you to go to the gym and do these like, you know, 90 minute bodybuilding sessions. I'm saying, hey, find something that you can easily do. And um, in my Fit Girl Magic Society, I always make workouts that you can do at home, right? That, you know, with some dumbbells, you can easily do it at, do it at home or you could do it if you have a full scale gym, you can always do it at a full scale gym be getting in at least two to three days of strength training would be phenomenal. And you can't maintain your weight. You can't maintain your weight if you're not willing to gain weight, right? And so there is, I, I truly believe in having a cycle, right? Where let's call it maintenance, right? Like, this is like my, like, this is just where I stay. Like, this is just my life. Like, I am not trying to lose weight and I'm not trying to gain weight. I am just, I'm at in my happy zone, right? So if we think about a scale of one to 10, I'm living in five to seven, right? I'm in five to seven. Now, let's say I want to go on vacation or um, there's an event coming up and I want to look my best and I may be at a seven. All I have to do is do a few tweaks and, you know, just, you know, scale back a little, scale back a little bit here, scale back a little bit there. And I'm at, I'm at back at five, maybe four, right? I go to the event, I go on the vacation and maybe can, you know, loosen the reins a little bit, get myself back up to seven, maybe eight. And I'm good. And I hang out there for a while. And then, you know, some other thing comes up and I, I scale it back. Or maybe, you know, I say, hey, um, I want to build a little bit more muscle. Great. So now we're going to go on the, like, we're going to build it up to eight to nine. And, you know, we might be adding a little bit more protein, adding a little bit more carbs to your diet, you know, adding in an extra day of lifting into your, your workout so we can like put on a little bit more muscle there, right? And then we kind of like bring it back. So it's like, Having this ebb and this flow in your nutrition, 
is what's going to keep you from losing it, right? Keep you, you know, as I mentioned in the beginning of the, the show, so many people are like holding on to what they have and their body hasn't changed. And so if you're not changing, something has to change. Like I end of story, bottom line. And I I was in this like like this vicious tornado for years. And it was just, I had to change little things and I started eating a little bit more and it wasn't this like dramatic eating big more. It was like, I'm going to focus in on having more fruits and vegetables. I'm going to focus in on having more protein. I'm going to focus in on making sure, you know, my lifts are really heavy. And it was just these little things that I did over time that eventually all added up. But the thing was, it was consistent, right? It wasn't like, I'm going to do this. Oh, life got busy and I'm going to stop for a few months. Oh, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do do something else. No, it was like, okay, Kim, put on your blinders. What can you focus on right now? What are the one to three things you can focus on? And let's see that. Let's focus on that. And, you know, so many people that the biggest thing that's keeping them back is the patience, right? The patience and the grace to just to take action is what's keeping many people stuck. And so um, this summer I'm running a 66 day challenge. Um, You know, most people say it takes um, 21 days to create a habit. New research is showing it takes about 66 days. And over the course of 66 days, we're going to focus in on just a handful of things. And we're going to see how we can move the dial just by keeping it simple, right? Not trying to do all the things, not trying to be perfect, Just keep it simple, keep it really simple and focus in on a handful of skills that are going to really change your lifestyle around nutrition, working out, sleep, and stress management. So if that sounds like something that's of interest to you, do me a favor, head over to the link in my bio and get yourself on the list for the five days of consistency challenge. That's going to start on June 5th and you want to make sure that you are in on that. All right, ladies, I'd love to know what throws you off your game when it comes to being consistent. You know, like, do you feel like you've been stuck in this like same silo for decades and you don't know how to break free? Or are you like, you know what, I'm doing really good. I'd love to hear both sides of this coin. All right, enjoy the rest of your day. And thank you so much for putting up with my lounge singer voice. Thank you for listening to the Fit Girl Magic Podcast. If you've made it this far, yay. I'm thinking you enjoyed the show. Let's continue the conversation on Instagram. You can find me at Kim Jefferson Coach. In order for me to keep sharing this message, do me a favor and leave me a five-star review on iTunes. While you're there, don't forget to subscribe so that you won't miss an episode. New episodes are available every Wednesday. The Fit Girl Magic Podcast is intended to provide you with tips, tools, and strategies that will help you make better decisions about your health. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much.